You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God instituted marriage as a holy covenant between a man and a woman. Learn more about this truth in week two of The Heart Truth. So, ngayong araw na to, we celebrate love, okay? Although we know that there's really no such thing as Valentine's Day, we contextualize ourselves with this cultural belief. And we say that in the Bible, there's only what you call love, okay? And first and foremost, we, we have discovered the genuine meaning of love by the demonstration of the love of God to us when Christ came and gave His life for all of us. And uh, because of that, we can love one another, amen? On the basis of God's love, we can love one another. To those couple who are here, can you say to your husband, to your wife, I love you. <laughs> it's love day. Okay. Now let's go on to our topic for today, real marriage. Last week we talked about on love. Okay. And we have uh, defined love on the basis of the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And today, we are going to talk about real marriage. So last week is the general definition of love, what love is and how we see love, the manifestations of love in every relationship. At ngayon po is about real marriage. Okay. Now allow me first to say this uh, based on American survey that the estimation is 49% of marriages in the U.S. will end in divorce. Okay. Wow, it's a big percentage. The divorce rate in America for first marriage is 41%. It's still a big number. Okay? The divorce rate in America for second marriage is 60%. The divorce rate in America for third marriage is 73%. You see, as they go along, as if it's not improving. Okay? Therefore, if 76% of Americans identify themselves as Christians, say Christian. This is sad. So statistically, roughly half of those will divorce. Now, looking at these statistics, it's so saddening. Nakakalungkot, di ba? It's a survey. But nevertheless, it has its reasonable truth about it. Nakalulungkot dahil if we are to look at marriage on the biblical perspective, it should not really happen. Now, nung mag-uusap kami mga pastors doon, pinag-uusapan namin kung ano yung real marriage in the Bible, and what is really happening in our society today, the reality of marriage. And as Bible preachers, we are to reconcile what is happening, or else the Bible would become irrelevant before people. Because the Bible hates divorce. However, we see all around us that as if everybody would like to get a divorce. And I'm pretty sure when you get married, it's not in your mind that someday you will get divorced. Amen? Pero maraming mga tao, dahil sa takbo ng relationship, sa umpisay maganda, sa bandang huli, medyo gumigewang-gewang na, okay, hanggang sa, nauuwi na nga sa divorce. Kahit walang divorce sa Pilipinas, it's still, mga nag-iwalay pa rin yung mag-asawa, kahit na walang, there is no such thing as legal divorce in the Philippines. Now, ito po isang bagay na nakalulungkot, so, dapat natin tignan ngayon, ano ba ang sinasabi ng Bible nang sa ganun? As I said, we are standing on the truth of God's Word. We may be shielded by the Word of God so that we know how to think when it, when it comes to marriage. We know what to think. We know our proper perspective. Amen. And it, our perspective must be aligned 
with the perspective of God. And God's perspective is based on His Word. Now, sino rito yung mga balang araw ay gusto niyong mag-asawa? Tasa kamay. Talagang wala nang gustong mag-asawa? Ha? Sino yung gusto mag-asawa? Oh, yan. May plano naman pala kayong mag-asawa eh. Papakipakipot pa kayo eh. Okay. Now, those who are, would like to get married, the more reason that you should understand our lesson for today. Because it is God's will for you to have a successful marriage. Amen. Now, let us see what's in the Bible, what Christ has to say about divorce, and what Christ has to say about marriage. Shall we all stand up right now, and let us open our Bible to Matthew chapter 19, verses 3 to 9. Sabay-sabay tayo, okay? And Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, Is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? He answered, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. Let's bow down our head. Lord, guide us in the meditation of your word, that even as we discuss your word, enlightenment would come upon us that we can apply it to us. Thank you so much, God. Pinagkakatiwala po namin sa iyo ang buong oras na ito ng pag-aaral namin ng iyong salita na way maintindihan po namin ng lubos sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Makakaw po tayong lahat. Marami pong dahilan kung bakit ang mga mag-asawa ay nagkakaroon ng paghihiwalay. Minsan, nagsisimula lang po ito sa isang simpleng tampuhan. Okay? Hindi nag-uusap na nagiging malamig na sila sa isa't isa. Yung iba naman ayaw mag-uusap, yung iba naman matinding klase kung mag-uusap. Okay? Dahil nagsihiyawa na, nagsisigawan na, and as if everyone would think that they are right. No one would would want to say, I'm sorry. No one would like to say, uh, I'm the one who's wrong. Yung iba naman po ay uh, nagkakaroon na ng sakitan. Okay? Battered, mga tinatawag na mga battered wife. At yan po ay medyo masakit ng kaganapan na nangyayari. May mga mag-asawa naman na naghihiwalay dahil sa pera. Okay? Dahil uh, siguro marami silang pera, uh, gusto na maghatian or uh, nagkakalabang sa paggastos o mas malaking binabayaran yung babae o yung lalaki. Now, kung kayo ho ay walang pera, ay wala naman ho kayong ganong problema dahil wala kayong pag-aawayan. Wala kayong pera eh. Sa bagay, sa atin naman panahon, eh, especially rito sa Pilipinas, kung walang pera, eh, minsan yun din yung nagiging dahilan kung bakit nag-aaway. Diba, nagkakaroon ng financial stress. Okay? Siyempre, yung babae is waiting to be provided together with the kids. And yung husband could not provide at minsan doon na nagsisimula yung away nila sa isa't isa. And may mga couples, lalo na yung mga bata pang couples, is, ang nagiging problema nila is they're not sexually intimate. So, minsan ay nagkakaroon ng deprivation sa isa't isa. O kaya hindi maligaya sa isa't isa. Now, 
Yung iba naman, pagka lumala ng away, nagkakaroon na ng tinatawag na third party. Nag-uuwi na sa hindi pagkakaunawaan. Now, pagka nagkaganyan ho, masyado nang nasusugatan ang puso ng dalawang nilalang, ang mag-asawa. Lalo na higit sa lahat ang mga kababaihan. At minsan, kahit napilitin mong paghilumin ng puso, napakahirap na. Kaya mahirap tahiin ang isang sugatang puso, mas mahirap pahilumin yan kaysa sa sugat sa katawan. At ang nangyayari, at the end of the day, children are being held hostage. Nagkakaroon na ng divorce o nagkakaroon ng separation. Now, balikan po natin yung tanong ng mga pariseyo sa panahon ni Jesus. And the Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, Is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? Because during the time of the Pharisees, if men would like to divorce their wife for any cause, they could just do so. So it was, that's the kind of question, yun yung frame ng question na sasagutin din natin sa pumagitan ng Bible. Now, ang sagot po dyan is not a simple yes, it's not a simple no. You have to understand and go back to the original design of God in marriage for you to understand how to approach this kind of question and how to answer this kind of, of question. It's not a simple yes, it's not a simple no. Okay? Anda na po ba kayo? So our discussion would go like this. We are going to talk about the sacredness of real marriage. And when we talk about sacredness, when you use the word sacred, divine, holy, it all refers to God. God is the author of marriage, and God has not authored something that is not holy, that is not divine, that is not sacred. Lahat ng bagay na pinasimulan at ginawa, pinangunahan ng Panginoon, ito ay banal. Amen. And because God is the author of marriage, therefore marriage is sacred before God. And therefore, there are sacred restrictions, sacred obligations, and at the same time, we have to understand that the covenant is a sacred union. Now, let's go first to the sacred restrictions. In verse 4, it says there, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? Now, in the context of marriage, this was actually mentioned. God created male and God created female. And that is for the purpose of them being one before God. You see, and inilight ko po dyan, yung dalawang words na yan, male and female, at hindi po male and male. Do you agree? Hindi rin female and female. God created male and female at sila yung pinag-isa ng Panginoon. And I think that is common sense, that's very basic that is basic when you are in a Christian church. But if you are in the reality of this world, in our current generation, some would probably change it. Male and male, as long as there is love. And sometimes they equate love as, or they equate lust as love. They could no longer see the difference. That's why they can use the word male and male, or female and female. But the Bible is so clear. Okay, Even in the book of Genesis, this was actually written. Ang tanong is, naiintindihan ba ng Diyos yung kanyang sinulat? O yung kanyang pinayagang na maisulat dyan? Hindi ba nakikita ng Diyos ang future generation na magkakaroon later on ng napakarami ng gender? Anim na yata o pito? Eh dalawa lang ang comfort room na nagawa. We know and we understand the situations of those that consider themselves as the third, fourth, 
fifth, sixth gender. But the Bible is clearly saying that God created male and female and in the context of marriage, yung babae at lalaki ang pinag-iisa ng Panginoon, hindi yung lalaki at lalaki. There was nothing in the Bible na ipinakita na ang isang lalaki at lalaki ay kakasal ng Diyos. Adyan po ba kayo? And I think God in His wisdom allowed these things or, or initiated these things for a divine reason. Now, if we are to see the differences between the husband and the wife, you will see that these are kind of uniqueness that is just appropriate. Because ang lalaki at babae pinagsama ng Diyos not to complete each other because they are already complete in God, but to complement one another. May mga unique differences and it's alright. Okay? It's alright na yung mga husband, yung mga wife, may differences sila. Okay? Dahil kung parehong-pareho na sila, wala nang uniqueness ang pagkakreate ng Panginoon. Ang husband, masculine. Ang wife, feminine. Ay, Pastor, may alam ko yung lalaki mas feminine. And then, when I'm talking about, generally speaking, husband is masculine, okay? The wife is feminine, referring to a weaker vessel. The husband is the spiritual leader, therefore provides spiritual direction in the family. And that's what a husband should be. And if you are a husband here, that is your responsibility. It's not the responsibility of the wife because her responsibility is to be a household caretaker and the nourisher in the family of, of you and also the children. The husband is the head lover and the provider. But the wife is a submissive partner and birthing of children. Hindi ko pwedeng magkapalit yan. Dahil wala pa akong nakitang lalaking nanganak. Tama ba? Now it makes sense to you because you see it in a biological sense. Na ang babae talaga yung manganak at ang lalaki, wala pa rin akong nakitang dalawang lalaki na nagkaanak. Okay? Except no sila ay nag-aampon. Wala rin dalawang babae na nanganak na sila. Alam nyo na ibig ko sabihin. Okay. Sumunod, defender. The husband is the defender. He is the protector inside the family. If there is danger, okay, ang lalaki dapat yung nasa unahan, wala siya sa likod ng wife. Okay, siya yung defender. Kaya pag kami mabigat ng problema yung pamilya, siya yung dapat na humaharap number one doon sa problema. Hindi niya tinatakbuhan ng pamilya. Hindi siya tumatakbo sa problema, siya yung number one na nagdi-defend sa kanyang family. And the wife is the encourager. Okay? Pagsasamahan nila ang buhay sa hirap at sa ginhawa. The husband has the responsibility of bringing out the glory of his wife. The wife is responsible for bringing out the strength of her husband. The wife should be the moral booster of the husband. Siya yung dapat ay naniniwala, hindi siya yung number one nagkikritisay sa kanyang husband, especially before the sight of so many people or other people. Your spiritual leadership is not meant for you to make your wife as a slave, but your spiritual leadership is meant for you to uphold your wife. And when you learn how to uphold your wife, your wife would feel dignified, and therefore you would be able to see the glory of God being seen upon her. Amen? That's part of man's responsibility. So at the end of the day, man, husband, we are responsible in the family. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit 
for him. The other word for fit is suitable. Male and female. God is a God of order. And in marriage, there's what you call divine order. That's why it fits. Nakakita na ba kayo ng sapatos na yung isa'y kanan at yung isa'y kanan pa rin? There is no divine order there. When you wear your shoes, it should be left and right. Right? Unless your right feet looks like your left feet. There is order in everything. And God, in His creation, set up divine order in everything. That includes marriage. May order doon. Inayos lahat yan ng Panginoon from the very beginning. The male is meant for the female and the female is meant for the male. Okay? It's a suitable helper. It's, it fits in the wisdom of God even in marriage. There's what you call divine order. And this is basic in Ephesians 5 verse 24 to 25. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So that is the basic thing that you should remember. Because, you know, marriage is not about ranking. It's not about who's, who's who. It's not about who's on top and who's at the bottom. That's not what marriage is all about because marriage is partnership. It's about divine order. It's about carrying the responsibility and the obligation. It's about understanding your role in marriage. Every husband and every wife has a role to play. And basically, wives should submit. Okay? What does it mean by submission? Submission is hindi yung lagi, hindi, misan, they equate submission as slavery. That's not what it means. Okay? Hindi rin sinabing submission, hindi sabi yung babae laging sunod-sunuran doon sa asawa niyang lalaki. Hindi rin naman sinabing lagi lang siya magsasabi ng yes, 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 yes. Okay? Hindi yun ang ibig sabihin ng submission. Ibig sabihin, pwede, pwede, tanong kasi, Pastor, pwede ba akong mag-disagree sa husband ko? E ang sabi ng Bible, I should submit to him. What's the answer? Ba't babae lang sumasagot? Can wife disagree with the husband? Are you sure? Yes. What? <laughs> okay. Wives can, can disagree with a husband but in a submissive way. Okay? Una, wag niyong awayin yung asawa ninyo sa harapan ng maraming tao. Pangalawa, sabihin ninyo ng maayos nang hindi niyo sila dinodomina o sinisigawan o inaapakan yung kanilang pagkalalaki. You can disagree, but at the same time, you submit yourself. Now, in cases that the man would assert his authority and would not somehow listen to you, your default is still to submit. Okay? Your default is still to submit. However, husband, when you say, love your wives, okay, what does it mean? Ano ba yung ibig sabihin ng yung mga asawang lalaki, mamahalin niyo yung mga asawa ninyong babae? Pwede bang ikorek ng husband yung kanilang mga asawang babae? Pwede kayang pagalitan? Yung mga lalaki, hindi ko naririnig na sumasagot. Parang hindi niyo alam kung anong role ninyo talaga. Mga lalaki, gumising kayo. Dominated na tayo ng mga kababaihan. Kahit man lamang sa church, magsalita kayo. 
Pwede bang i-correct ng husband yung kanilang mga asawang babae? Ayun! Pwede! But in a loving way. Yan. Yung sinasabi dyan. Pwede niyong i-correct not in a loving way. Huwag niyong sasakalin. Okay? Huwag niyong mumurahin. Huwag niyong sasaktan. In a loving way. Alimbawa, gusto niyong i-correct yung wife ninyo. Ito, ito, ginagawa ko to. Tip to sa inyo. Pag may nakita ko yung wife ko, meron ako hindi nagustuhan sa kanya at gusto kong i-correct, dinadala ko sa isang mamahaling restaurant. I-order ko siya ng pinapaborito niyang pagkain. At of course, syempre maraming tao doon. Iniisip ko, pagka kinurik ko siya, hindi na siya papalag. Kasi maraming tao. Okay? Of course, in a loving way, I'm going to explain to her. Pero sisiguruhin kong kumakain na siya. Kasi pag hindi siya kumakain, baka sumagot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you know what? It's better na you set the atmosphere first. Okay? Ay kung yung mga bibitayin nga, pinapakain muna eh. <laughs> you set the proper atmosphere before you correct your wife. Because my intention... My intention is not to say, I am right and she's wrong. My intention is to correct a mistake so that both of us will grow. Amen? That is the intention. Now, let's talk about sacred obligations. Okay, so Matthew 19.5, it says, And said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife. Yes, do you believe that your wife and your husband are gifts to you? Say to your wife, you are a gift to me. And say, wife, say to your husband, you are a gift to me. Parang walang, walang reaction. Parang mga matatagal na kayo mag-asawa, hindi na masabi. Okay. Whether you believe it or not, yan ay regalo ng Panginoon. And in every gift, there is responsibility. Obligasyon. Now, sabi dito, therefore, man shall leave his father and mother. Now, I understand yung mga ayaw umalis sa magulang. Okay? Kasi sabi ay pastor, ah, malaki yung kasing matitipid namin kapag ka kami ay nakatira pa rin sa aming mga magulang. Kasi from time to time, libre kanin, libre ulam, ah, libre upa sa bahay. Naintindihan ko kayo. Pero ang binabasa ko lang po yung nasa Bible. Kaya hindi nyo, hindi kayo pwede mag-argue sa akin. Man shall leave his father and his mother. That's what you call independence. You are to build your kingdom, your own family, wherein the husband is the head and the wife is the loving partner and supporter. You can never assert your authority if you are living in someone else's house. Dahil mayroon ng reyna, may hari na doon. Hindi na kayo. Andiyan ba kayo? So, God is teaching you how to be independent, how to be responsible in raising your children, in handling your conflict. Because most of the time, if the husband and wife are having some conflicts, yeah, papasok yung parents, nag intervene So, hindi naaayos ngayon, hindi sila natututo. Okay? At minsan naman, lalo na, kung ikaw ay uh, lalaki at nakatira kayo doon sa magulang ng iyong asawa, syempre, pagka hindi kayo pagkakaunawan, may misunderstanding kayo, medyo, syempre, ilag na ilag kayo ngayon, baka magulpi ka ng biyanan mo. Di ba? So God is teaching you something. God in His wisdom somehow said this because He would like you to learn to be the real heads of the family. I'm referring to the husband. And to the wife for you to demonstrate 
your own way on how you take care of the house and how you, you make the house in order. So, kailangan ho yun dahil sa katalinuhan ng Panginoon, ginawa niyang bahagi ito ng responsibilidad ng mag-asawa. And sabi, hold fast to his wife. Say, hold fast. The two shall become one flesh. Hold fast, the two shall become one flesh are just but the same. When you get married, okay, the power of the Holy Spirit makes you one spiritually. But that's not all. In your entire life, you move toward oneness and not the other way around. Okay? That's your direction. Okay? You may be one spiritually, but that should be something progressive. Certainly, marami kayong bagay na dapat pang pagkasunduan. Hindi ba? Marami pa kayong dapat na isaayos sa inyo. Kaya nga usually, yung mga bagong mag-asawa, sa simula ng kanilang honeymoon, okay pa yan. Pero pakalipas ang ilang panahon, medyo, ayan na, nagsisimula ng argumento, nagsisimula ng lumitaw. Yung kanilang mga differences sa isa't isa, that they would tend to have misunderstanding because of that. So, anong nangyayari? Misan hindi lang nasasettle yung kanilang differences. Anong nagiging direction? Hindi ganon, but the direction becomes like this. You should be one on the way you decide. You should be one on the way you nourish your children, you take care of your children. You should be one on the way you raise your family. The direction should always be like this. Kaya usually, yung first five years ng pagsasama, medyo mabigat-bigat po yan. But based on the council, so many counselors, after five years, Okay, ma- ma- masalimuot man yung kanilang isang pagsasama, but after five years of still being together, pag nakalipas yung five years, kapag tungtong nila sa ika-anim na taon, medyo mas smooth sailing na. Mas kumukonti na yung mga bagay na kanilang pinagtatalunan. I'm not saying in general, but I'm saying is yun po yung flow nun. Kasi mas lalo na silang nagkakaintindihan sa isa't isa. Kaya nga, you should learn to fight for your relationship regardless of your misunderstandings. The husband should hold fast to his wife. Ang sa Tagalog, ang tawag dyan, kapit lang. Kapit lang. Kapit ng mahigpit. Dahil sometimes, sa pagsakay ninyo, umuuga ang sasakyan. Okay? May mga gusot na nararanasan. May mga shakings in your marriage. So you need to hold fast together. Wala pong mag-asawang hindi nagtalo sa kanilang buhay. Wala pong mag-asawa na hindi nakaranas ng pag-aaway, tampuhan. Now, let me just see. Sino po rito yung mag-asawang nagkaroon kayo ng mga misunderstandings ng inyong asawa, taas ang kamay? Pag hindi kayo nagtaas ng kamay, sasabihin kung sinungaling kayo. Maliban kung ngayon lang kayo, kanina lang kayo kinasal. <laughs> Natural huyan sa buhay ng mag-asawa. At kung ayaw nyo niyan, huwag kayong mag-asawa dapat. Yung mga mag-aasawa pa lang. Kung ayaw nyo yan, huwag kayong mag-asawa. Because that's part of your journey. Because the imperfection of the husband, the imperfection of the wife can be used by God for the perfection of both. Amen. Could you imagine if God will train you on the area of your patience? Then your spouse certainly would be the cause of that. That's why there is an element of love. Because love is must be unconditional. Because as you go along in your marriage, you will see the imperfection of your spouse. But that is when you will test whether your love is genuine or not. The real meaning of love 
is about Christ's love for us, meaning it's unconditional. I love you for who you are. And I'm willing to spend the rest of my life with you. Alam niyo ba ang problema ng mag-asawa ay kapag ka nagkakaroon ng conflict at nagkakabat eh. Okay? Di ba ang ganda yung nag-aamuhan kayo sa isa't isa? Para bang, parang kahit na mukhang utu-utu na yung kapartner, pero nag-aamuhan pa rin kayo. Pero pag nagkasundo kayo, di ba? Ang, ang, di ba ang ganda? Because yung mga problems ito are just vitamins and nutrients in your relationship. You will grow together if you experience this. At kapag ka nagkasundo kayo, halimbawa, mister, okay? Which, uh, in my experience, kapag ka kami nagkaroon na ng, di pagtatamp- nagtampuhan kami at nagbabati na kami, which most of the time, <laughs> ako yung umingi ng sorry. Well, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. The most important thing is to save the relationship, right? Minsan siya humihingi rin. Minsan lang. <laughs> Pero madalas ako eh. Oh, pagka nagkaayos na, yan. Masasabi mong, Kay sarap ng may minamahal Ang daigdig ay may kulay at buhay At kahit na may pagkukulang pa Sanghalik mo lang, limot ko na Di ba? Kikis mo lang, ayos, sige na nga, tawad na kita Susunod, pag mo nang ulitin na, oo Di ba? Sige, bilhin mo ako make-up. <laughs> Yun naman yung hirit na wala ka magagawa. <laughs> oh, sige. <laughs> okay. So, napakasarap po na nararanasan din huya ng mag-asawa. Okay? Huwag lang sumusobra. Now, sinasabi natin, it's a natural thing for married couple to experience arguments, to experience misunderstanding. But it's no longer natural if you mishandle it. It's no longer natural if you failed to handle it, because your direction would be like this. It's no longer like this. Amen? Now, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 28 to 29, and also 33, in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. For no one hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. Okay, let's pause for a moment. Say, nourishes. Ano ibig sabihin ng nourishes? Sa Tagalog. Oh, sige. Sa Tagalog, ang ibig sabihin ng nourishes ay ninonourish. <laughs> Parang binubusog. Ano ba yun? Nourishes. Hirap ng Tagalog yun eh. Pinayayabong. Di ba? Kung baga sa halaman, kailangan matuto kayo mga lalaking magdilig sa inyong halaman. Para nang sa ganun siya ay sumigla. Para siya ay uh, basta manoris nyo. Di ba? Di ba ang ganda na yung husband, kasi love, ang lalaki yung lover eh. Siya yung dapat na nag-i-initiate. Pagka Valentine's, hindi yung babae yung nagbibigay ng flowers. Okay? Yung lalaki ang nagbibigay ng flowers. Pag dinate kayo, hindi yung babae ang gumagastos. Ang gumagastos yung lalaki. Kasi ang lalaki is taking the role just like of Christ, yung sacrifice of loving nasa sa kanyang balikat. Amen? Hindi yung lagi siya ang piniplease. We are the pursuer. We are the lover. Tayo dapat mga lalaki, listen to me. 
Kayo dapat yung magsasabing, I'll take care of you. Don't be sad, don't be blue. Just count on me your whole life through. Because I'll take care of you. Ah, di ba? Kayo yung nag-aalaga, kayo yung nag-nourish. Okay? Lover tayo, pursuer tayo. Okay? It doesn't matter kahit na sila pa mali. Kahit na, tayo yung, kahit na sila yung mali, tayo na yung tama. Misa tayo pa yung umihingi ng uh, paumanhin, umihingi ng sorry. Wala tayong magagawa. Ganyan talaga. Okay. And cherishes it. Ano sa Tagalog yung cherish? Pagbibigay ng mataas na pagpapahalaga. Tama ba? Cherish. Sine-cherish sa Tagalog. <laughs> Binibigyan mo siya ng pagpapahalaga. You are valuing the person. Yeah? English pa rin yun eh. You are valuing the person. Okay? Hindi mo siya tinitake for granted. Okay? Pagdating mo ng bahay, hindi parang wala kang nakita. Binati ka na, good evening, parang wala kang nakita. Punta ka sa TV, basketball ka agad na pinapanood. Nagpaparlor na si Mrs. Okay? Hindi mo pa napuna mapupuna mo lang pagka nakita mo sa credit card mo na malaki yung babayaran mo. Pero yung itsura niya, hindi mo napansin. Pansinin mo naman. Bigyan mo siya ng mataas na pagpapahalaga dahil si Mises, ginagawa rin niya yung kanyang magagawa. Okay? Para ikaw ay bigyan niya ng pagpapahalaga para maging maganda siya para sa'yo. Kaya yung mga asawa, maging maganda rin po kayo para sa inyong mga asawa. Dahil alam niyo kung bakit pag lumalabas sila ng bahay, maraming magaganda rin. Diba? Hindi ko sinabing makipag-compete kayo. Ang sinasabi ko lang is make your husband proud of you. At husband, as I said nga, kung gusto nyong laging maganda si Mrs., eh, it has a cost. <laughs> it has a cost. <laughs> Misan ipapamper mo naman si Mrs., dalhin mo naman ng parlor. Bigyan mo ng pabango. Okay? Itreat mo naman siya minsan. Yan yung paraan mo sinasabi mo sa kanya na I value you. Dalhin mo siya sa magagandang lugar pagka nagde-date kayo. Okay? Now, eh pastor, hindi naman ako mayaman eh. Sa luneta pwede na. <laughs> Maganda na ba sa luneta? <laughs> okay, sa mga park. My point is, I'm just making you laugh, but my point is learn how to cherish your wife. Learn how to value them. The fact is, be an instrument to bring out the best in your wife. If they are not at their best right now, it's your responsibility, husbands, to bring out the best in them. Because I believe every person has their potential. And that potential can only be brought out through a proper leadership. And if, husband, you are a leader, you know how to bring out the best in your wife. Amen. All the wife says, Amen. Yan. Okay. Basahin ko verse 33. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So isang bagay napaka sa mga wife naman, hindi ko sinasabing huwag niyong i-correct si mister, pero huwag ho sa harapan ng maraming tao. Huwag ho sa kanyang mga kumpare o katama sa trabaho. Give dignity also to the leadership of your husband. Huwag yung kayo pa yung number one na nagdadrag sa kanya. Okay? O nag, uh, nagpuput down sa kanya. Learn to believe in your husband. Kung siya may kamalian, samahan ninyo. Intindihin ninyo at palakasin nyo pa rin yung loob dahil lagi namang kay Lord, lagi may isang second chance. Amen? 
Now, in Matthew 19, verse 6, They are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not men separate. God's goal in your marriage is for you to have a successful marriage, right? Not in the mind of God that your lives would be miserable after marriage. God would like you to have a successful marriage. That's why the Bible says, What God has joined together, let not man separate. If the direction is oneness, therefore separation is not an issue. Now, hey, Pastor, Pastor, we, we, have, we discovered we have a lot of incompatibilities. On the first place, there is no such thing as absolute compatibility. You have to work on that together. It's not automatic that you are compatible when you get married. Hindi automatic ho. Okay? Dahil you came from a different background in culture, educational attainment, you came from different parents, ay yung mga magkakapatid nga, isa na pinanggalingan, nag-aaway pa But, resigning in marriage is not allowed. What God has joined together, let not men separate. So, ano yung option ninyo? Your option is to be reconciled. And you know what is the key to reconciliation? We believe that successful marriage is a great union between two great forgivers. Learn how to forgive. Learn also how to say sorry. And learn also to say, I forgive you. Until Jesus Christ comes back again, those words would always reverberate your relationship. Sorry, pwede ba? Yes, pinapatawad kita. Yung mga ganung pong salita hanggang sa dumating si Christ ay patuloy niyong sasabihin sa isa't isa. Why? Because both of you are imperfect being and therefore subject kayo sa mga kamalian sa buhay. Amen. Kaya huwag kayong uminto na magpatawad at huwag kayong mapagod na magpatawad. Sabi po ni Dave Willis, Great marriages don't happen by luck or accident. They are the result of consistent investment of time, thoughtfulness, forgiveness, affection, prayer, mutual respect, and rock-solid commitment between a husband and wife. It's not only successful marriage, but God would like you to have a great marriages. It's because the number one beneficiary of that are your children. Isn't it wonderful if your son, for example, would say, when I grow up, I would like to be my father and I'm going to choose exactly like my mom. Di ba napakasarap yung mga anak na babae, yung mga daughters, sasabihin nila, if I'll get married someday, I'd like to have somebody like my dad. It's because nakikita nila yung magandang halimbawa and I would like to have a relationship between my, uh, between my father and my mother. Because they see a good example in you. Let me tell you this. Your marriage is not just about the husband and the wife. It is about Jesus Christ himself. Because if you have a good marriage, you are creating a good platform for you where you can testify the goodness of the Lord in your marriage, in your life. Therefore, you become an instrument, a credible instrument by God to proclaim the gospel. Amen. The third is sacred union. In verse 7 and 8, it says, they said to him, Why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. Sabi nyo, it was not so. 
Totoo sa panahon daw ni Moses, nagsimulang magkaroon ng tinatawag na certificate of divorce. Anong dahilan? Dahil sa katigasan ng inyong mga puso. But that was not God's original design. Marriage is a permanent union. Ibig sabihin ng permanent union, wala hong trial marriages. It is based on mutual oath. Meron kang pangako na binitawan. Kaya nga ho, pag ako'y nagkakasal, hindi ko pinapasabay yung lalaki o yung babae doon sa sasabihin ko para sila magkaroon ng oath. Sinasabi ko sila, mag-create kayo ng inyong sariling oath. Dahil kung pagkakayo sumabay sa oath ko, baka tayo ikasal. Because it is something very personal to you. Because marriage is a permanent union. There is no trial marriages. Marriage is God's idea and initiative. It came from the holy mind of God. It started not with the physical paper, but with a spiritual certificate. And the intention is for procreation, pleasure, and partnership. Kaya nga po lalaki at babae dahil mayroong procreation. May pleasure on the same on the same reason. At ito ay partnership. Tulungan kayo. Hindi yung kung yung ano yung sino yung mas magaling parang nagko-contest. Minsan nagkakaroon ng competition sa husband and wife. Kung sino yung mas mataas na sweldo, kung sino yung mas mataas na position sa kanilang mga opisina. That's not what marriage is all about. Marriage is partnership. Hindi rin yung, yung lalaki itong babayaran, yung babae itong babayaran. Hindi ho. It's not how each one of you would perform. It's how both of you would make that marriage last for a lifetime. Amen? Marriage is not designed for divorce. Divorce is not part of God's original design. It is man's desperate attempt for self-preservation, not marital preservation or solution. Pag ang mag-asaway nag-divorce, hindi sila nakumuha ng solusyon. Masasabi mong hindi na successful ang marriage kapag sila ay naghiwalay na. Because ang direksyon ng isang successful marriage is for them to be for a lifetime both enjoying and loving one another as long as they both shall live. Divorce is not part of God's original plan. But we see in the reality of what is happening today, there are broken marriages, broken families. May mga kaso na sanasabi talagang hindi na talaga ma-resolve. And there's nothing that we can do about that. That is why divorce is God's permissive will, but not God's perfect will. God allows divorce, but never became part of God's original design. Because of man's fallen nature, there are extreme cases that's really beyond reconciliation. Yung pong babae na minsan ay ginugul pinimister, di ba? Binigyan ng FPJ, binigyan ng ERA, at binigyan ng Robin Padilla hanggang sa kulay talong na yung babae. And it became, it became a cycle. Being a battered wife, maging cycle na. In those cases, because the sanctity of life is more important than the sanctity of marriage, therefore, the sanctity of life would prevail. Adyan po ba kayo? E kung ikamamatay na ng babae, Yung pinipindi, magsama kayo. E, ginugulpi nga ako, tatay. Magsama kayo. Ah. Diba? So, anong mangyayari? Lalong nagiging miserable. The sanctity of life is more important than the sanctity of marriage. But what I am telling you is this. That's why divorce is not a cure. Now, if you are single today, now you would start to think. 
hindi ka basta-basta sasagot ng lalaking manliligaw sa'yo dahil trinit ka lang sa McDonald. <laughs> hindi dahil nagkatitigan kayo at maganda yung kanyang matat mapungay, sinabi mo na kagad, yes. You will be careful. At mga kalalakihan, ganun din naman kayo. Pag binitawan niyo yung salitang I love you, hindi sampu yung sinabihan ninyo. Bahala na kung sino ang sumagot. Ano yung raffle? I love you with all of my heart. I love you with all of my heart. I love you with all of my heart. Nagaantay ka ngayon ng text. Hindi ho ganun eh. May sacredness that's involved because you will enter into a sacred covenant. Sacred union. Dahil ang covenant ay mahalaga. It's not just a certificate na mayroong kayo signature. Kaya sabi ng iba, marriage is just a certificate. Wedding is just a certificate. It first written in the spiritual certificate in the heart and the mind of God. God values your marriage. And if God values your marriage, you must also value your marriage. We must learn to value what God values. And so, kayo pong mga single, wag ko kayong easy to get. Laliman ninyo yung pagkakakilala ninyo dun sa taong manliligaw sa inyo. Dahil may responsibilidad sa pagsabi niyong yes, may responsibilidad kayo. At sa mga kalalakihan, huwag kayong basta-basta rin magsasabi ng I love you dahil mayroon din responsibilidad sa pagsasabi ninyo ng I love you. Please, be careful with others' heart. Okay. Hindi ko kayang ituro sa loob ng 40 minutes ang tungkol sa marriage. Sa Malachi chapter 2, verse 15 to 16, the Bible says, and this is somehow the ultimate answer, didn't the Lord make you one with your wife? In body and spirit, you are His. And what does He want? Godly children from your union. So guard your heart. Remain loyal to the wife of your youth. Sabihin nyo, guard your heart. Okay? Verse 16, For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel. To divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So guard your heart. Do not be unfaithful. To your wife. May malaki, po, may malaki po tayong pananagutan sa harapan ng Panginoon. Nagsalita ng Diyos, I hate divorce. It never became part of God's original design, but it became part of man's desperate attempt for self-preservation. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 32 to 33, this is how we know that God values our marriages. Inihalimbawa ng Diyos ang relasyon ng mag-asawa kay Kristo at sa church. Sa ganito pong paraan, ipinakita ito ng Diyos. This mystery is profound and I am saying that it refers to Christ in the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respect her husband. Church, we need to start thinking the way God thinks about marriage. It is important. Why? Because real marriage must be seen in the perspective of the one who initiated it. He is the author. He is the initiator. It started in his holy mind. And he has given us provision and guidelines to have successful marriage. Take in and receive it in your heart. The starting point is the uniting factor. And that is Jesus Christ himself. Christ died, rose again from the dead. To give us the victory. I don't see any reason why husband and wife should not succeed 
if Christ is in the middle of the relationship. And Christ's victory is also the victory of the husband and the wife. So those of you who are experiencing problems and troubles in your family, couples don't give up. What God has joined together, let not man separate. And under Christ and under His grace, we can have successful and great marriages. Amen. Let's just bow down our head. Lord, thank you for dying on the cross and giving your life to the church. This is such a great demonstration on how the husband and the wife should come together, should love one another and submit one another. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Sa bawat isa sa inyo na naririto, Maring kayo mga kabataan, wala, hindi pa, malayo pa sa pag-aisip ninyong pag-aasawa. Pero maraming nakikita nyo yung mga magulang nyo, they are struggling in their marriage. The key is still Jesus Christ. Maring sa inyo magsimula. Kung makikilala ninyo si Jesus at kung uh, you will allow Him to come into your heart, Jesus would start the good work in your family. And if you have not yet surrendered your life to Jesus, and today you would like to say, Lord, come into my heart. I give you my heart and soul. Kapatid, kung ikaw yan, saan ka man nakaupo sa lugar na ito, can you just lift up your hands so I can pray for you? Saan ka man nakaupo, umisipin yung katabi mo. This is your personal decision. If you want to open your heart to Jesus, taas mo lang ang iyong kamay. Huwag kang mahiya, kapatid. Sige po. I would like to see hands being lifted up. Those who are willing to receive Christ, maring bago ka rito, madalas ka rito, but you have not yet given your life to Jesus. And today, handa ka na. Ito yung oras. Taas mo lang ang iyong kamay. And I'm going to count. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that hand. Nakita ka ng Lord. I'm going to count one to three. This is a personal decision that only you can make. Walang ibang pwedeng gumawa nito para sa iyo. I'm going to count one to three. One, two, three. Lift up your hands. To those who lifted up their hands, I would like you to repeat after me in this prayer. Sabi mo kapatid, salamat po Panginoon sa iyong kabutihan sa buhay ko. Patawarin mo po ako Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Inaalay ko sa iyo ang buhay ko. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas ang buhay na ito ay para lang sa iyo. Salamat po, Panginoon. Amen. Yung puno nga nagtas lang kami, pwede po ba kayong tayo lang kayo sandali? Palakpan lang po natin sila. Come on, tayo po kayo sandali. Praise God. The Lord can see you well and I know the Lord has spoken to your heart you have now eternal life in Christ Jesus. Di pa po tayo tapos. Pwede po bang yung mga mag-asawa ay tumayo? Mga mag-asawa. Mag-asawa lang po. Okay? Yung mag-girlfriend, saka na muna. Okay? Very good. Okay, and I would like to call on my wife right now and join me. And uh, she's going to pray for the wife and I'm going to pray for the husband. Okay? Handa na po ba kayo? 
yung pong mga nakaupo at yung mga asawa ninyo ay wala dito, eh, panalangin na rin po ninyo sila. Okay? At kung kayo ay walang asawa pa, mag-pray na lang po kayo ng inyong future na mapapang-asawa. Sabayan nyo na lang din po kami. Can I call my wife Eden, please? Praise God. Shall we all just bow down our head and let us close our eyes? Wives, let us close our eyes and let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this time. We ask your guidance to all of us to give us strength, O God, to become a good wife to our respective husband. Thank you, God, because of your grace. We can fulfill our obligations and responsibilities to be a good wife that is honoring your name. Thank you, God, for the grace that is beyond, that is always available, O God. In every challenge, in every challenge of our life, in every challenge na harap namin, Lord, I know your grace is there, always giving us the good courage to face all these kinds of problems in life. Thank you, God, because you are our great God who always gave us the joy of doing things for our husband, for our children, to serve them, and even becoming a good wife, a good woman that is always after your heart. Thank you, God, for this time. We always ask for your wisdom, O God, to always pray and bless our husband na kung saan sometimes we are not aware, we are not sensitive na may mga problema sila, but God, we are here today. Give us the the glimpse of the love na kailangan namin ibigay sa kanila. Thank you, Lord, because you are faithful, kahit na minsan mahirap, hindi namin magawa, but still, the grace is there to give us the joy, to give us the strength, to give us the courage to move on in this life. Give us the joy in serving them, our children, our loved ones. Amen. That is, uh, I mean, uh, all the days of our lives, oh God. Thank you, Father. We honor you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Mga po, can we just lift up our hands? Men, can you just lift up your hands? Lord, I speak leadership in the lives of men. You have called us to be heads. You called us to be lovers and pursuers, Lord God. Enable us, God, to carry that responsibility with the grace that's available. Salamat, Panginoon, sa iyong kabutihan. Bigyan mo kami ng katatagan, lakas ng loob, naharapin. Kasama ng aming mga may bahay, ng aming buong pamilya, ang anumang mga pagsubok ng buhay. Gawin mo kaming tunay na mapagmahal sa aming mga asawang babae at magawa naming mahalin sila ayon sa iyong kalaoban na isinet sa iyong banal na kasulatan. We thank you, God, because we believe that your grace is more than sufficient for us and overwhelm us with your love in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much, God. We honor you and we thank you, God. In Jesus' mighty name, this we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. 
If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.